Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Coco Express, part of the Blog Talk Radio Network. Your host on the Coco Express is Aurelia Lyles. She's all about keeping it real. Great guests, interesting topics, so get on board. Listen, learn, live. Good afternoon and welcome to the Cocoa Express Show for Saturday, the 21st of June, 2014. Happy first day of summer. I am not going to hold you. Today is paradigm shifters time, so I'm going to move on over to allow you to be immersed in the Steve and Marilyn, whatever it is they're offering this time because there's so much that they offer us. Paradigm shifters. Principles for Life and Success, hosted by motivationalist Steve Duncanson. Start framing your tomorrows today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Paradigm Shifters, Principles for Life and Success. I'm your host, Steve Duncanson, and it's my absolute pleasure to be able to be here with you. Thank you for making the investment of time. We value you and want to make sure you walk away with value. I'd also like to welcome my co-host on the program, Marilyn Casimadina. Marilyn, how are you? Hi, Steve. Hi, Ariel. I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. And, of course, our illustrious producer, Aurelia Lyles. How are you, Aurelia? I'm here, and I'm sorry I said whatever, but I got bit by a mosquito, and it just kind of <laughs> <laughs> distracted better me. A mosquito, better a mosquito than a bee. <laughs> right. Okay, you got that right. <laughs> well, whatever we're dealing with, uh, we're, again, we're glad that you are with us. And now let me say this ahead of time for our, our listeners. Uh, I want to apologize ahead of time for if you hear noise in the background. Actually, where I am today kind of feeds in a little bit to what our topic is. I'm actually in a men's warehouse um, location where I'm with uh, my son and my nephew. I'm getting them measured for tuxedos for their high school prom. No, they're not graduating. This is like they, they're going to the senior prom, but one is a sophomore, the other is a junior, but they're going with seniors. Uh, that's a whole other story we don't have to get into right right now. Right? Ooh, <laughs> exciting. Easy. <laughs> Actually, but what we're talking about here today is going to be impacting that to some degree. You know? and, um, so let's get right into it because our time goes quickly. You know, just last week was Father's Day, and I certainly want to wish a belated happy Father's Day uh, to, to all the, the men on the phone, on the call. Uh, and that's whether you have, whether you are a father with children or a potential father, because it really is recognition of men um, and uh, the role, the importance that we play in our families' lives. And uh, so we certainly wish all of you a uh, belatedly wish you Happy Father's Day. We had a great celebration. Uh, I can say, you know, I am the father of uh, four. Uh, four children, two boys, two girls, um, and um, I don't think we can underscore enough the, the role that men play in the lives of their children, 
and, and being being fathers. And uh, clearly, um, I may be sound. I may sound biased from, from that standpoint. But um, the reason I think is really a value with both you, Marilyn, and Aurelia here is that you can verify and validate what it is I'm saying as it relates to you. And if you guys would share just a little bit um, what your thoughts are on the, the roles that that. that your father's or a father figure played in your life to, to this point. You want to share that with us just a little bit? Well, sure. Well, on that note, I want to wish you a happy belated Father's Day, Steve. I know you're a proud dad. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Yep. You're welcome. And also to my dad, I say he's the most amazing man in the world, and he's um my dad always says he's 29 years old. He's a man that's full of life and fun, young spirit, and he means the world to me. And I know that uh, how important the father role is. He was a very good example, very good role model for, for myself and my, and my siblings. And I, I know you sound so proud of Steve speaking about you know, the proms and the graduation. I just had a son that graduated, uh, Matthew, from high school. Oh, congratulations. Thank you, thank you. So, I'm, yeah, almost a, a proud mom. And, you know, going back to the fathers, because this is what, you know, this is all about. It's, it's, it's love. It's, I always say, you know, it's all about love and the role that the fathers play with the children, um, you know, and, and with love we have the you know, five different languages of love and having that quality time with your children means so much. And sometimes the there, there could be a, a time of five minutes that they'll never forget. It could be, you know, a moment in the park or something you said or... Or, or, or a certain look, and you know, my my daughter just spent uh, a day with with her dad, and it meant so much to her. Just you know, taking just to take that time to have that quality time, it means a lot to the children, and it's something that that they will always remember. Yeah, I think there's there's, there's no doubt about it. We can't underscore or underscore that enough. How sometimes just a single moment. You know, last session we talked about one moment in time. And, and, and the impact that that can have. And just think about something that, um, and in this particular context, a, a father or a father figure may have said or done years ago, and thinking only in the positive, of course, right now, thinking in the positive, that still impacts our belief about ourselves um, with regard to what we can and what we can accomplish, the, the level of security, because the role of the father in the home is to be, or not only in the home, I want to reinforce that because many of us are fathers and may not necessarily be in the physical household, but what we recognize um, is that our responsibility is to guide, to guard, and to govern with regard to, to our children. And so being able to do that is something that's critically important. Yes, absolutely. Um, Aurelia, go ahead. Okay. Hey, I'm here. Um, I think that the, uh, the father's role, he sets the stage for how we are to behave and conduct ourselves as adults. Um, from um, the father to the son, he shows him how to be a man, how to be um, a role model to your children going forward, how to conduct yourself, how to treat other people. And from a father to a daughter's perspective, he is the first love of her life, and he is going to show her 
who and how she's supposed to be treated and, and, and what it's supposed to be like for her to be involved with a man of the opposite sex when she grows up. So that's my take on it. I mean, growing up, I've had, a, uh, you know, my father, he did what he could based on his understanding. I've had some excellent male role models come into my life as I was growing up as well. So they gave me a broad perspective of how it should be, and that's how I kind of govern myself um, as an adult now. Yeah. yeah, I agree 100%, right? Fathers are like, uh, you know, uh, you know, whatever you do, you're carrying my name. <laughs> so they want to make sure that, you, that you're acting right when you're out there, right, and uh, um, that you present that, that their children present themselves properly to the world because it doesn't represent just that individual. It represents uh, um, their family. Right? And, and that last name that the father is is responsible for. So, um, Aurelia, you mentioned about a, uh, a, a commercial that you saw on uh, no, television. No, it was a, it was oh, a YouTube yes. video on Facebook that I saw, and it was a, a gentleman. Um, he was in the house, and all you saw him getting ready in the bathroom and everything, and, and his brother was asking him, you know, where are you guys going for um, for for dinner, he goes, um, we're gonna, everything's going to go on in the backyard. So you see him getting dressed, and he goes down the stairs and everything. He goes out the front door, goes down the steps, and then he turns around and comes back, and he knocks on the door. And um, he, oh, a little girl about three years old opens the door. That was his date, and that was his daughter. And they had an, mm-hmm. um, a dinner scheduled for the backyard, and in the backyard, mm-hmm. They had dinner laid out and everything, and the brother was the maitre d'. After dinner, <laughs> awesome. After dinner, yeah. his daughter and the dog went for a walk to the park, and they played in the park. And I thought mm. that was the most endearing um, YouTube video I had ever seen, and it was just How so key to your relationship. <laughs> How that is powerful! So quick. You remember really where we can, so that we can see that? Do you remember on YouTube? I will. Um, Find it, and I will send it to both you and Steve so you can have it. I would love I agree. to see that. Now, you see how creative that father was? It's so it's so creative and so thoughtful. And I know that even though, how old was she really? Three? She was about three years old, and yes. she will never, she will never ever forget that. That was, that's going to make an impact to her for the rest of her life. That's a memory that will be unforgettable, and that she will never ever forget. That's so beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, so so a daughter that, and that's you know, I, I too saw that um, saw that YouTube video. I thought it was tremendously excellent, um, and it reinforces the fact that you know, the the father is the daughter's first love. So a, a daughter knows how she's to be uh, interacted with, how she's to be treated by a man, by how her dad treats her. So I, I totally, fully advocate fathers dating your daughters. You be the first one that she goes out with. She needs to understand. And, no, again, I told you I'm blessed to have two daughters and, and uh, some basic things you know, teach them. Like you're walking down the street, the guy's supposed to walk on the outside. This is what I teach my son. I, I make him open the door, door for his sisters. You know, my uh, eldest daughter, when uh, you know, a guy came by the house to, uh, to take her out, um, and um, he went to just go get in his car, but he didn't open her door. She stood there at the door until he came and opened the door for her. Because why? That's what her dad does. You know? And so uh, I think that, that our, our children begin to get, a, especially our, our daughters, begin to get an understanding of how they're supposed to be treated as women and our sons understand how we're, they're supposed to treat women. 
um, by these these examples. And um, we can tell, no matter what we tell them, they're going to do what we do, right? And so being an example of that is something that's critically important. But um, that, like you said, uh, you know, Marilyn, I don't think that little girl, she's three, but I don't think she'll ever forget dating daddy, how special he made her feel. And, and right. I really right there, so he dressed up in a suit. He put his shave, put on cologne, everything. Matter of fact, he went out of the house. He right, he went out of the house, came back, rang the bell, and opened the door. She opened the door. Wow. The smile on her face was like it was priceless. And, and, That's something um, every dad should do. Absolutely. You know, fathers, we could encourage you to do something. Uh, yeah. and, and don't just talk about it. Put it on your calendar. You know what? Here's what you know. We know what we value. We know it's important by how we spend our time and, and what we place on our calendars, right? And so put that to think about, and no matter how old your daughter is, by the way, because there may be, you know, maybe those of us who our daughters now are older. And, and so imagine, you know, just calling your daughter up and, and tell, asking her, you know, that you want to take her out, just the two of you um, for an evening and, and put it on your calendar, set it up, make it special. It doesn't have to be expensive. It simply has to be special. It doesn't have to be expensive. It just has to be special. What makes it special? It's that you as, as her father, you minister to her uniqueness. In other words, something that you know she values that's really important to her, something that she likes, not what you want to do. What does she want to do? And, and fathers, as we do this with our daughters, we teach our sons the same sort of thing, that, you know, what, what separates you in, uh, amongst the fray of men today is um, chivalry, is being kind, uh, recognizing the uniqueness of the young lady that you, uh, who, has, who has agreed to go out with you. This is something that we got to look at. It's not, hey, you're the man, that's why she's going to. She has agreed to go out with you. She trusts you enough to allow you to be responsible for her for a period of, you know, two hours, three hours, whatever, and, and treating her uh, in a very special way. And by doing that, you, uh, you, you endear yourself to her, and also you separate yourself from the fray because we see so often in society today where, where men are not respecting women. Uh, where around the world women are considered second-class citizens. They're being denigrated. Um, they're being abused. And it's a huge thing in our society today. But what we want to be able to do is, is recognize uh, what we as men are able to do to turn that around, the responsibility and the privilege that we have to have that kind of influence and impact on, uh, on the women of today. It's not about lauding over her. The, the willingness to be responsible uh, for her and, and be able to, to assist, not being better than, totally equal, side by side, yet uh, you as the man taking, taking the lead, taking the responsibility to, uh, to guide, guard, and govern in, in the family context. You know? I'm talking a lot, ladies, so stop me in any you made You made one really good point. <laughs> That was great. Everything you said was great. The point, the, the, the one point that stood out in my mind was when you said it doesn't have to be expensive to be special. Mm. And mm. like I said, it goes back to that quality time. Well, 
The Book of Five Languages of Love by Dr. Gary Chapman, which I Mm -hmm. always recommend it to all of my clients, and I recommend it to everyone because it's understanding the language of love of of either of your partner or your child. So we Mm -hmm. understand that the... The way your child loves to be loved is by quality time, and you take that Mm. walk in the park with your child, your daughter or your son, and you take that time to look at at them in the eye and have a conversation with them, whether it's 10 minutes. That moment is so precious, and time is something that we can never take back. So when we Mm. spend that quality time, it's so precious. I never forget the time that I was on an airplane with my dad. We were on our way to to Puerto Rico. One of his uh, brothers had passed away, and I went to keep him company. And when we were on that plane together for two, it was the two hours, and I found out so much about my dad that I never even knew. He started talking to me about his past, his childhood, and I learned so much about my dad that I never knew. And that moment was so precious to me. Those two hours sitting next to my dad on that airplane, that's something mm. I would never forget. And I learned so much about my dad that mm. it was just truly amazing. And my my children, when they were younger and we went on vacation, and it, so, you know, the hotels and the trips and, and all of the the road trips, and when I asked uh, my, my son, what was your favorite part? What was your favorite part of the vacation? Can you believe he said the, the time that we spent together in the back of the hotel when they had the playground and we spent mm. half there, that was the favorite, that was the favorite part. It wasn't mm. the expensive restaurants or the amusement. It wasn't any of that. It was the quality time that we had in the playground. In the playground. Yeah. So it just comes to show how, obviously, it's quality time. The, the love language of my, of my children is quality time and how much it means to them when you spend that time together and, and they feel so loved. Yeah, absolutely. And yes. uh, the reality is all of, us, all of us have that. Let me speak also to maybe fathers who may be either uh, away in the military so they're not in the home, or maybe even fathers who are incarcerated but still Mm -hmm. have this desire and their love for their children. That very unique letter that you'll send in correspondence with to your child, um, the the power that that little thing can have. You know, the the expressions of love doesn't require, um, especially if your physical presence can't be there, but if your presence and spirit can be there and you let them know they're there by the words that you will use and you send. Marilyn, you mentioned uh, about um, Dr. Chapman's book, The Five Love Languages. If you would, could you share with, um, with our audience, again, what the five love languages are? Sure. Well, the first one, which is my, my language, is the uh, quality time, which is what mm-hmm. we talked about, quality time, whether it's a, right. a walk in the park or or just uh, sitting, sitting and having a cup of tea and having a conversation, looking at each other's looking into each other's eyes. Then there's acts of service. Um, some some women feel loved when they see, you know, that their husband or the child, because we're talking about fathers, that they see that they're helping them with homework or they're doing something for them, that uh, a chore or something, doing it together. That's an act of service. Um, there's also gifts. 
but it doesn't have to be an expensive gift. It could be a card. It could be a flower that you picked from the backyard. So that's another language. Another language is physical touch. Physical touch, uh, just a hug, and it's it's so important to have to receive a hug. I love to give hugs and receive hugs. My clients, when they meet me for the first time, they shake my hand. I say, no, give me a hug, and I hug them, and I give them a hug, and it's just, it's so, it's so much, um, it, it, I don't know, it's just so much more personable, and just, you know, showing that love, that physical touch, so that's another language of love. And... And then the other language of love that we have is words of affirmation. Um, your children may need to hear it. They may need to hear you say, I love you. Um, here at home, my children say, I love you, good night, every single night. Every single night we say, I love you, good night. So the, and so those are words of affirmation or praising them, telling them what a wonderful job they're doing or how how amazing they are, how awesome they are. and you know, one child may have, like, all, all languages, right, all languages, but there's going to be one. There's going to be one language that's their main language, and that's our job to figure it out. And so this is, and there's another book uh, by Dr. Gary Chapman that is The Five Languages of Love for Teenagers, and that mm. helped me. Yes, that helped me very much when my children. I'm, I'm very I smother them, and I and I had to learn when they when they were growing up that I couldn't do that anymore. I couldn't treat them like babies. They're growing up, and there's a different language there that has to be learned when you are when you are loving your your teenager. So it's a really really good book, and I I highly recommend it, and I recommend it to my clients, and it's helped so many it's helped so many people. Absolutely. Uh, the, the, the reality is uh, paying if, if we become attuned, pay attention to um, those that are under our charge. And again, given this being, you know, uh, coming off Father's Day um, and thinking specifically about fathers, but we recognize and know it's as a parent um, as well. But there's, there's yeah. something special. There's something special about dad. Right, uh, and, and uh, his role, his presence, um, and his willingness to an understanding of the uniqueness of his children, um, and uh, and being able to engage them based on that. You know, one of the things in mentioning that book that, that you you did, Marilyn, is that in order for somebody to to feel loved, you can't speak your language to them. You have to find out what their language is and communicate with them in their language, not your own. So though you may, so where gifts may be your language, but let's, if theirs is quality time, no matter how many gifts you give them, they won't feel loved. Exactly. If yours is words of affirmation, but theirs is physical touch and you never hug them, they will not feel loved. So the key is to figure out what is their language and engage them based on that. Fathers, you go out with your daughters asking questions about um, her experience, the things that are most important to her. Um, what is it that she's looking for in a man? Uh, what, what a, and, and to hear her say things that are reflective of you um, 
could could be either encouraging or an indictment, right? <laughs> Depending on what she says. But the right, reality right. is, is we know that she's going to be communicating based on what she feels about men. Is going to be communicated based on what her predominant relationship is with her father or a father figure. What a woman believes about a man is going to be based on what her predominant um, experiences with the man or male figure in her life. And so uh, with that, with those things, with that being at stake, it's huge. It's huge, uh, our, mm-hmm. our interaction with them, and we can't um, stress that too much. And, again, in today's society, the role of man in today's society is, is being denigrated. All right? it's, it's being diminished. Um, matter of fact, you know, even the roles of men and women, it, it's be, you know, the term androgynous, right? it's androgyny, which is kind of blurring of the lines of mm-hmm. men and women. And, again, I want to reiterate, I really must reiterate, it's not about one being better than the other. Neither is better. They are unique. Each of us are unique and has something that we contribute to the relationships of our lives and society as a whole. Being aware of what uh, the impact is that we have by virtue of that uniqueness is something that is critically important and we can't underscore enough. Fathers, be there. Invest the time with, with uh, our children. And if you don't have a lot of time, Melissa didn't say quantity of time, all right? Mm-hmm. It, it has to do with the quality of time that, that is uh, input. You know, that there are some fathers who are in situations, and, and again, also mothers as well, who are in situations where they've got to work two and three jobs in order for things to be able to flow. They can't be there as often, right? And uh, the key is when you are there, what are you doing? When you are there, what are you doing? And um, getting into your children's world, you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, finding out what they, you know, what they're listening to and what they're watching, what do they think about what they're hearing. And I had the opportunity today to have my son with me um, at a men's meeting that was being held at, at, at my church. And, you know, the, the pastor had spoken for maybe about 45 to 50 minutes and shared a lot of great information. What I was saying to my son, I asked my son when we got in the car, I said, so what was the, what was the, the, the over, overarching message that you got from what you heard today? And how does that find relevance in your day-to-day experience? What does it really mean? It's all said and done. But fathers, being able to hear that, have, have your kids communicate back to you what, what, how they, the, the paradigm, the lens through which they're seeing the world, and to know how much we as fathers impact that paradigm. Um, I, I think that we really can't underscore enough the the importance of of our role and our ability to be able to have the kind of impact in the lives of our children you know, through through these various things. So, um, well, we've just got a few minutes left. Um, are there any? Uh, I've got one other thing I'll, I'll close with, but I want to give both uh, you, Aurelia, and uh, Marilyn an opportunity just to share anything else real quick before we uh, sign off in the next three minutes. Okay, yeah, I just want to say one quote from uh, A Course in Miracles by Marianne Williamson, where she says, Miracles occur as natural expressions of life. So when we 
when we do these things and spend this quality time and just give love, um, we never know what miracles can occur from this. Wow. So that the miracles that can occur with just um, uh, an, act of, an act of love? Is that what with you're expressing? Expre- yes, with the expressions of love. Oh, that's fantastic. You know, um, and a miracle is a supernatural intervention into the natural. That's what a miracle is. Um, And uh, to know that we have the capacity to be able to do that simply by how we show love from one to another and, again, most specifically to to our children. Uh, Aurelia, anything else you want to be able to share before uh, before I close this out? No, not really. It's just I just think, you know, when you're there, be there 100%. You know, whether it's just for five, ten minutes, just be there 110%. That's all I can say. Mm. Okay. That's it. When you're there, be there. Two things I want to, to leave us with is, is, is to know that, you know, there, there is, I don't know how many of you took a parenting course before you became a parent. <laughs> is what I know. <laughs> is what I know. Most of us have not, right? Uh, <laughs> so invariably there, there's some mistakes we made along the way. But here's the thing, as long as you're alive and they're alive, there's still an opportunity. There's still an opportunity to be able to have impact and influence on the lives of our children. It's not too late um, to be able to seize the moment, seize the time, um, to, to acknowledge and recognize their uniqueness, to encourage them through the issues and challenges of, of a life. Irrespective of what your socioeconomic condition is, love costs you nothing more than focus and time, right? Focus and a, and a commitment to time. You simply value it. The last thing I want to share with you really is, is revealed through a poem and kind of uh, reinforces what we talked about. Right? It says, a careful man I want to be, a little fellow follows me. I do not dare to go astray for fear he'll go the self-same way. I cannot once escape his eyes. Whatever he sees me do, he tries. Like me, he says he's going to be that little chap who follows me. I must remember as I go through summer suns and winter snows, I'm building for the years to be that little chap who follows me. Hmm. Whether we realize it or not, whether it is your son, whether it is your daughter, whether you are the father or whether you are the mother, know that what we do has influence in our children's lives that can last a lifetime. Well, everyone, I want to thank you once again for the time that you invested here with us. We hope you got some value, uh, and uh, we look forward to being with you once again next month when we have an opportunity to talk here on Paradigm Shifters, Principles for Life and Success. Thank you for being with us. We'll see you next time. God bless. Thank you. Bye-bye now. That's our show for today. So until next time, keep it real, listen, learn, and live. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.